are you? What's going on with you? I'm good. Uh, busy. Yesterday, I woke up at five in the morning to go to the fire department central and uh, get like some licenses for a torch thing so I can play with torches now. What? <laughs> yeah. 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 I am a fire department's cool with me welding and cutting and shit, even though I've never done that. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, what do you need? What do you need? Experience? That's not <laughs> what the world is. I know about backflash. All right. I'm good. So yeah, it's you just got to make sure to put your mask down or whatever. I cannot find my phone and I'm I'm going to wow. just stop moving and I'm just going to remember my points. It's fine. OK, OK, good. Um, That was a, it was a huge moment because it's like a bureaucratic government building. And I haven't yeah. been in one of those in a while. And it was one of the most depressing experiences I had. It was like worked by two groups of people. It was fire department people who clearly wanted to be firemen and not running this right <laughs> these like tests essentially and then it was like some ladies at a counter who just like didn't care they got comfy jobs they just did their job it was like very dmv vibes but sure. then just the like hatred the firefighters had for us any questions <laughs> you asked anytime they had to repeat something it was like that was their whole day i mean it was like a few hundred of us to go through this a day. I had to show up at seven when they opened and I was like maybe 20th in line. Yeah. And by the time I got out, there was a hundred dudes standing out there and they're all going in there like, you know, half of us just uh, half of us speak English. The other half are learning. Right. It's just like dudes who may not be the brightest dudes uh, getting asked the same question 50,000 times a day and just unraveling in front of me. It was wild. I was so grateful that this was not going to be my job. That's all I could think of. It was like, oh, I'm so happy. I'm not going to have to do something like this. God, I hope you get paid a billion dollars, but I, this is awful. I mean, that's the thing. I feel like during the pandemic, like government workers and stuff, um, like, you know, thank you for your service. You're the real heroes. I, I'll, I'll kneel when the national governor's workers anthem plays or whatever you need me to do. <laughs> but like, Government processes were so trash during all they were already oh bad before God. all this yeah. shit. And then during the pandemic, they're like, well, I mean, it's just people who cares? You know, like <laughs> they just stopped giving a shit. I've been trying to get a driver's license. My driver's oh license my renewed. God. And holy shit. It's like just getting a date. It's like it's mm -hmm. going to be three months out. And I'm like, Dude. you know what? Maybe I'll just be lucky and be dead by that. Maybe <laughs> yeah, that'll happen. Please, please. A friend of mine failed his test. And he was like, well, I can try again in six months. <laughs> like, you're like, we're going to find a workaround for driving by then. You don't even right. need to get it. That's awful. Yeah. By the time I'm ready to like my, my numbers up in the queue again, we'll have flying cars. You won't. <laughs> yeah. It's oh, fine. the cars drive us now. It's fine. Right. Oh, we'll uh... be able to teleport. I'll teleport to the DMV and we'll be like, OK, it's still going to be six more months, but it's good to see you. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to teleport home or do you want to try and drive? I guess <laughs> if we can find a car. Well, uh, the pre the pre government uh, has determined that you will try to drive, which is illegal. So we are going to shoot you right now. Don't worry about the time stuff. All right. That's out of your jurisdiction, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> What's that test that they do where they put like a, a slightly radioactive chemical in you and then they can trace it as it goes through your system? Gonorrhea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's like that's what the pandemic felt like was like <laughs> we took a real hard look at our like, hey, let's put the government through the test. Let's see how it works when things are actually happening. I was like, oh, right. we let a lot go. A hundred percent. So my fear is that they are never going to fix this. They're like, oh, we found all the leaks. 
and then it's gonna yeah. keep hurricaning for the next 50 years and they don't care yeah i feel like there's two forces at play and one of which are people who are like i think i'm trying to make a country you know and do this job and other people were like oh we're scrapping <laughs> this shit for parts you can get right. cash from this you know you can just sell the school system right you, know, you like, can yeah. just sell it <laughs> They're like, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Keep trying to make your little planet better. I'm taking all the good shit and we're going to Mars. Okay. Yeah, we don't need oh any God. of your bullshit. Just a bunch of fucking horrible perverts hiding on Mars. Ugh, oh my God. The way Jeff Bezos says, carries himself like he's an actual adult man now is so depressing. I want, like, I think he's forgotten the fact that at any moment a poor person could beat him to death with a bat and he carries himself like he's immune to that. And I think somebody needs to like break a bone just to remind you that like, hey, yeah, you're rich, but you're still made of bones that you'll replace or whatever. Do you think anyone you think anyone who breathes the same air that we breathe can get within 50 feet of Jeff Bezos? Because I'm not sure that's real. I think I'm sure once a year there's like an event or something where he's like, look, I'm near the poor. <laughs> once a year it is uh, his like growth chamber. He has to change out the baby that he's siphoning blood <laughs> from. And that's when you get him. That if yeah. you stake out that spot, you have to you have to kill like a Bushman and use their blood to get some sort of sun symbol to find out where he lives. And if you can find that when he's recharging and you shoot him through the heart with a golden arrow, you can maybe get free two day shipping on your like uh, iPod charger, iPod. Why did I, all of that. I said all all of that. that Bushman (laughs) blood symbols led the iPod charger. Wow. Yeah, if you see Ben Caster live, uh, you definitely come for the first half of the show. Maybe leave then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, never stay. I never, I've never stuck the landing on any rant I've ever Bloody. done. That's the Albert Kirshner set. Is um, okay. This is a long tangent, of course. Okay. Uh, when I wrestled in middle school, there was a high school wrestler who was maybe the most jacked person I'd ever seen, and his whole thing was like. If you could survive for a minute, you could beat him because he'll just blow all of his energy immediately. But like most people didn't survive that first minute. He came actually right. like a barracuda. And that's kind of what I feel like whenever I'm having a good set, I come out and I just blow everything immediately. And then I'm like, I have to stay here for seven more minutes. Ooh. Right. Ooh. I've said everything like, I was going to say. You're like, you mind if I do that first 45 seconds again? Because that <laughs> shit was hot. Maybe that was like 18 paragraphs. Why did I say that so quickly? <laughs> You're like, what if I just slowed down? Would that work? Oh my nah. god. Every person in my life has told me that at least once since I started comedy. I'm like, um, yeah, I'm just gonna have a Red Bull and ignore you. I think that's better. Yeah, I love you. You just you're uh you're for people who haven't seen you do stand-up, it's you're not gonna see a lot of people who do stand-up like you. So fucking keep doing your thing, baby. That is maybe the nicest thing you've ever said to me, and I'm gonna have trouble keeping it together the rest of the pod. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm glad we're not even really into it yet. We're That's finally perfect. friends, and it's happened. It's That's 420. Perfect. You said something nice to me on 420. Now this number means something, you know, man. Oh, the minute All for right. I was like, Albert, do you not know what date it is? Because it is not 420. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> I've had my Whoa, calendar set to 420 what? for a year. Oh god, what year is it? Are I mean, we still drinking March, baby blood? do you think i could afford baby blood i'm getting toddler blood at best i think you could get bootleg toddler blood i do think you got that i know you know teen blood for half price dog you know people in the hvac industry if you can't get toddler blood now you're never gonna get it okay that's true i'm connected baby i'm gonna start knowing shops soon and houses Mm. warehouses (laughs) i can legally play with the torch have you no never touched one but i'm allowed to (laughs) Don't even know where to find one, to be honest. But legally, I could do it. Yes, that is totally true. I still get like 
because I blew off school my whole life, every time I take a quiz or like one of these certification tests, I get so I get like vibrantly happy for passing. I'm like, I did it. I studied for a thing and I did it. And you're like, but you should. That makes a lot of sense. Like, why wouldn't you be excited that, you know, things are going well? That's good. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. I don't know. I just feel weird being happy. Is something wrong? <laughs> <laughs> That's the Kirshner method right there. You're like, do you feel joy? Tamp it down. Uh -oh. We want that tamped. Because then you have control over why you lose your joy instead of waiting for life to rip it from you. Thank you. I get it. You don't. Hey, oh, yeah, I maybe. graduated with honors from the Kirshner class of <laughs> killjoying, so I don't need that. Oh, my God. So you're home for the first time in like 14 months, huh? Yeah, I am back in Minnesota for the first time since the pandemic started. Oh God. And it uh, it's it's wild. Like, so all the buildings, like a bunch of the buildings have changed. Like I drove past where I used to live and all this stuff. And there's a million more houses and everything is different in that sense. Literally all the people are still the same. So yeah. like I would go into the same old like bakery or grocery store or whatever. And it's like the person I left, you know, when I not even four years ago when I came to New York, but like years before that, like it's almost like they are haunting the spot I saw them at last <laughs> and they're still there, you know? Hell like yeah. <laughs> I'm getting gas and I'm like, oh, I thought you died 35 years ago. Like, why are you here? That was my dad. I took over his job. <laughs> forever. Our family does this forever. <laughs> yes. You see that farm up there? That's the Wilson farm. They don't like you. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm sorry. Anyway. <laughs> uh yeah it's just weird because uh some people truly are and i'm not kidding you are they look exactly the same they're doing the exact same thing since the last time i saw them and then they're also i'm but i'm also like now i know you're racist so like how does that play out yeah. like now how do we how do we <laughs> you're seeing the exact know? same person in a kind of different lens <laughs> right i'm like you are you are the same as you as you've always been but i am different <laughs> and that is a weird dynamic for us yeah hey remember how you used to give me gas but i didn't know you hated me because of the right. way i looked that was cool. yeah you know how you used to give me goods and services and i didn't realize it was begrudgingly <laughs> yeah. well now I understand the context of our uh, relationship. Why did you, you see lean in and say things like, if only I didn't have to make rent. And I never understood that, but now I'm, <laughs> now I'm, I'm there. You're like, oh God, this used to be a sundown town. I used to hear that a lot. <laughs> what the hell does that mean? Uh, so a sundown town is uh, like back when racism was a little more overt in America <laughs> last week. Uh, they, there were certain towns where if you were black, you they would say you could drive it, you could come through, but you better be out of town by sundown or they would kill you. Jesus. So happy Black History Month, everybody. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <It's not February. laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Does Black History Month have to be one month for you? Hey, oh, buddy, is that what you want? Take the decade. I'm truly sorry. Thank <laughs> That's you. The most horrifying. That's one of the most horrifying things I've heard today. Yeah. In the, I also love how like charming of a name it is, though. Like, oh, right. I want to live in a nice sundown town, you know? <laughs> You're like, oh, cool. Where they murder people at night? Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, what do you guys do? The purge? Like, Go to bed, you fucking animals. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, wait till crazy. that sun comes down and we get to get to killing again. That's the thing about America is dudes in the country, as soon as they get drunk or it's night, are just easily the worst people that have ever existed. My God. Yeah. You can you can Stuck say get Idaho. Drunk. You could say drunk or at night. I or you could say from the moment they wake up until the moment <laughs> they die. That's whatever. It's not everybody, obviously, but like, yeah, there's a lot of undertones of hate and unacceptance in 
middle America and the coast and space. And we're all Yo. fucked. We're all dead. We're all going to die in hell. I went to what? a bar after a show in Idaho and I was talking to a lady and it took maybe three senses before she dropped the N word. And when I went, whoa, she just dropped the F bomb on me immediately. And I was like, wow. I, don't, I think I'm more naive than I thought. <laughs> Wait, did she think you were black? <laughs> She's like, no, oh, she was just like, you could just say that here. It's fun. She's like, oh, it's nice to get a real nigga in town. And you're like, uh, uh, I'm sorry, ma'am, but I don't think you can say that. And I know you shouldn't be saying that about me. And she's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. And then it was uh, some dudes tried to fight us because my buddy had tattoos. And I was like, I don't think I care for anything. Most people now I'm like, all right, burn it down. Sorry, Idaho. You're unnecessary. Burn it all down. To be fair, the tattoo was of that guy's dead mother <laughs> yeah he's like hey. a little wiener resting on her head right. <laughs> like that's rude that's a rude tattoo man and and underneath it was just like i killed her i i did it <laughs> i did it it's me he's like, is that it. my mom did you kill her is that a dick on her head like, <laughs> sorry man i'm not here to start trouble i just like the art i don't know what you want from me um do you have friends there still are you like is there people you're excited to see outside of your family yeah i actually just had um i don't know a lot of my friends don't live like in my hometown hometown anymore but like a few of them kind of do so i'm meeting up with some tonight we had dinner with a couple of my friends uh the last night and we just were shitting on every just shitting yeah. on everyone we've ever met from our town everyone we ever knew and it was so beautiful and amazing and it's God. so funny because it's like you know i like technically i'm doing like an we were did like an adult double date they have kids and all this stuff but we were just acting like petulant children we're just like this <laughs> fucking loser we were making fun of people's voices or anybody anybody who did anything relatively annoying because we're just like not that we think we're better than anyone around here but we're just like you know now we just really know the people you're like oh you drove up to this restaurant with a giant you know trump 2024 sticker on your truck or whatever we know we don't have to pretend to be like oh excuse me sir we can be like get the Yo, fuck out of here you idiot fuck you know? yourself yeah it's totally fun um in my hometown the people are still clinging to that or like so cartoonishly the people you think would be clinging to that it's very fun it's yeah. not like oh you the dentist next door it's no it's you the orthodontist on the other <laughs> side that <laughs> we've had this uh, the last time i was home the conversation was like why can't i say the word they get to say it and I was like, oh my god I, I didn't think that was gonna keep happening that's cool <laughs> oh, i didn't know mark <laughs> norman was in your hometown that's crazy uh yeah burn it's... him down <laughs> Yeah, it's an interesting dynamic of people. Um, it, it's so weird. I, I really do think about this a lot. And I think we've maybe talked about it too. But like, people are so nice to me here. And then I see what they say about people who are like me or look like me or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, my brain has such a hard time with that, where mm -hmm. it's just like, what the fuck did I do? Like, it makes me feel bad. It's like survivor's guilt. It really is. Where yeah. I'm just like, how the hell are you like this? to the rest of the world but like i grew up here so like it literally feels like that when they're nice to me it literally all i hear is them being like one of the good ones you're one of the good yeah. ones you're one of the good ones you're one of the good ones and it's it hurts it's brutal i don't like it one of like there's one family in my hometown who they taught me english when they babysat me when i first got adopted they were like they're a huge part of our lives and my brother's lives right and they were like the basketball family they played the fuck out of basketball they're all a million feet tall and they coached all the basketball like they were a huge part of the community and one of the daughters came out 
as gay and adopted a daughter with her ex-wife and it was like no divorced oh yeah that's yeah, yeah. brutal <laughs> that's the one thing i'm like hey i'm with you i'm with you Ooh, i'm sorry i don't i don't support <laughs> yeah. yeah that's the one thing i that's where i put my foot down no that's the right we fought for we fought for gay people to have mediocre marriages like everybody else <laughs> And it's like, it's a very similar thing. It was nothing to people. It was absolutely nothing to people. I'm like, but we casually say some of the most hateful homophobic shit constantly. Right. I mean, you're like actively screaming at the Supreme Court for saying this is okay. But right. then like, but yeah, but I know these people. <laughs> like, yeah. how do you not see that? How do you not see that? It's a, it's a real mind fuck. Especially <laughs> if you're, if you're from like a, you know, definitely a small town. I feel like this happens a lot. Um, I don't know if it's just the Midwest or like what the thing is, but like the disconnect is so crazy. People talk about yeah. living in bubbles, but I'm like, the bubble is in these people's brains. Like their brain <laughs> is completely, it completely like is shut off from the rest of the world. Logic can no longer enter, you know, common sense has escaped before the bubble went down. So it's just like what these people are operating on a different level that I just cannot figure out. It's weird. If you're not one of the 10 people I see every day, you don't exist. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's object permanence, but with racism. Yeah. That's like, exactly okay, what Okay, well, where's all that stuff you're manufactured getting sent to? You dang right. <laughs> Um, Awesome. Hell yeah. By the way, mm -hmm. today's topic, going back and watching that movie, I was not expect. I did not expect to be rocked so hard again. <laughs> Nostalgia <laughs> is a powerful but. <laughs> that's funny because i was watching it and i was falling asleep like i was on a plane when i was watching it wow. and i felt i was falling asleep and so i was having like rewind and go back sometimes and i was in a middle seat on a plane with two women who are just trying to live their lives and my big chunky elbows are like hitting them in the titties and shit and i'm like and i'm sitting here and i'm like i'm watching the Lion King harder so in public and like really public. watching it, rewinding it. <laughs> yes. As an adult on a plane in public Not passing time. I need to see this and taking notes like just like <laughs> yes. this. They're just like, oh, he's going to get off the plane and try to assassinate the president. Right. Uh -huh, like That's what yes. this guy does. Like who who takes notes on a movie that everyone has seen a million times? Also, why is he watching it now on a plane? And why does he keep elbowing our titties? And that last part was my fault. I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah. He's like, you're just trying to elbow. Hey, Pumbaa's cool, huh? Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, hell yeah. I think we should do it. I think we should hop in. I've had, I think, I think we right. chat. We're in a good place, but let's, yeah, hop, let's fucking hop in. I'm all looped up. <laughs> Everybody, welcome to Burn Your Heroes. Every week, we find a person that we celebrate culturally, either the real person or someone from media, and we find out why they're garbage, why they're gray like the rest of us. And no one is special. Most people are terrible, and so are we. <laughs> Freaking, uh, today, I am Albert Kirshner, future HVAC technician. <laughs> uh, and with me today is Ben Katzner, tiny janitor, minuscule, almost invisible janitor. Don't step on them, clean your floors. Presently, I'm also a airplane titty slapper. That is me. <laughs> a professional airplane titty slapper. Professional airplane titty slapper. Ben Katzner. They have two people that you don't know about that go on every flight. There's an air marshal who <laughs> has a gun in case something goes wrong, and there's a titty slapper to keep you on your toes. 
I'm never going to tell you which one. I'm always one of them. I always play one of the roles, but it switches every time I'm on the plane. That's what really fucked with the lady decide you halfway through your elbow and your titty. You're like, and I'm the air marshal. (laughs) (laughs) Albert, who are we burning today? Simba from the Lion King and maybe lions in general. Oh, you got some lion. I've got some stuff going on. Okay, I mean, we should do the stuff of like, hey, what's the like, what is the perception? What is this? But like the first 10 seconds of the movie are maybe the most evil thing you'll ever see. It's insane. Okay, yeah, let's get I mean, talk, talk to me about how you felt about the first 10 seconds. Of okay, the, movie. the first 10 seconds of the movie is a lion showing his child lion <laughs> to the people who are gonna get killed by that lion. Right, yeah. all the animals come and gather, and they're like, "We all have to kneel because once we get old, this one's gonna eat us. He's gonna catch us and tear us to pieces, and we have to kneel to him because this world is fucked." God damn, I love the way your brain works. <laughs> that is so funny. I'd never even thought about it like that. I was always like, "Yeah, okay, lions are the ruling class." The you know, the yeah, and why? whatever. And yeah, who knows? <laughs> they're the top of the food chain, so they're the bosses. But I never thought of the idea of the idea of. Mustafa or whatever or Rafi, whoever wow. the fuck holds him up, Rafiki, holding, yeah, holds him up, but holding Mustafa him up and being like, like, "Yeah, this is the motherfucker that is going to eat your children." Yeah. That's so funny. The reason he's up here is that when he's big and strong and you're slow and weak, you're dead. You're dead. Right. You're his food. Thank you. Thanks for coming by. He's like, and then they're like, also, don't forget to pay your taxes. I'm sorry. <laughs> the Lions and the Lion King are the American government. 100%. Yeah. That's your. Or like you the it. Russian government, because they're like way more into military parades still. Sure. <laughs> you know, they're like, look at what we built this year, huh? Taxes, fuckers, taxes. I'll give you that. But to me, in my mind, um, the world stops at the coasts of the United States of America and Hell it doesn't yeah. go further than that. Hell so, yeah. We both grew sorry. up in America. We grew up in this country. We're the most, I've, you know, I was adopted from somewhere else. I take pride in my American ignorance. Yeah. And I was adopted from here and I hate it here and hate it in other places. So <laughs> what do I do? I think you that'd know. be the, that's my favorite story is like someone who flees America to live in like a Northern European country. And after a year, like, wow, they're their own type of terrible. <laughs> <laughs> hundred percent. Everyone's like, Norway's so good, man. They treat everyone so well and yet only have blonde people. Hmm. I don't know. What is that? Well, no time to think. I'm going to be happy for the rest of my life. <laughs> oh, Syrian immigrants can't make it this far. So we don't actually have to address that problem. <laughs> no one will hmm. know what we think. Um. So Lion King, I watched on the plane. You recently rewatched it. Was there anything that stuck out to you about that? You like really remember loving about that movie? Did it really anything? I... That you- there was a thing that like cartoon food has always really got me as a kid and the scene where Timon and Pumbaa are like, look, eat these bugs. And they made the bugs look succulent and juicy. Yeah. And I'm just like, am I going to go eat a worm right now? No, oh, you, got, no, you got horny for bugs. Like, dude, as a kid, because <laughs> I watched the all the Disney movies a bunch and loved them. I got really into Robin Williams for some reason. Sure. He's the genie. And um, what's his face? Piano Man. Not Billy. Piano, that's Billy Joel. <laughs> Billy Joel. <laughs> Elton John. <laughs> Elton John is the piano man. Billy Joel sings about a piano man, but Elton John is a piano man. <laughs> yeah, definitely. The I was like, Elton John's the fucking only music, and the only two actors are Arnold Schwarzenegger because this is crazy. A side story: we watched True Lies on my flight to America when I was five years old. 
Wow. I saw True Lies. They were like, here's a movie for the kids. And because we all have to watch the same TV, one for the adults. Close your eyes, I guess. How old were you? Five. I still remember him slamming what's his face on Tom Arnold's head into the car and his like fantasy when he goes to see the guy that his wife cheated. I remember the movie. That's what's crazy. Wow. That that does blow you my know, mind. The strip tease, the fucking you, you're watching the movie on the plane and you're like elbowing someone next to you, be like, How about this Jamie Lee Curtis, huh? <laughs> Damn, I didn't know that's what underwear looked like, but I like it. <laughs> <laughs> also, before that, the movie was a uh, live action Flintstones, which I don't remember none of. <laughs> yeah, that movie's I actually want to re I want to rewatch that because I I was somehow just thinking about this and I remember it being like a big deal to go see it and I don't remember a single None. moment of that movie. I'm like, how did they do the dinosaurs? Was it CGI? Yeah. What? Who were the actors? Was this worth it? Was it ten minutes long? Why can't I remember any of it? None. I don't get it. But True Lies that was a movie that had an impact. Sure, <laughs> you're gonna remember. I I'm with you on that. I, I've barely ever seen it, but I'm like, I know it's sexy. Like, that's how I always think about <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Strip tease in front of me while I have a gun. Oh my God. Mm, put it on me, daddy. <laughs> um, when I was a kid, Lion King was like, it was like, yeah, it's a movie you watch, definitely. But it wasn't even like one of my favorite Disney movies. It didn't, oh, really? it wasn't even like super high. I really fuck with Aladdin. Aladdin, like, yeah. really did something for me. Lion King and Aladdin were the two we had. So those are the two I really dove into. Aladdin was fucking yeah. great. But oh. rewatching it, like, yeah, there's like a lot of when you talk about food stuff, the thing that really stuck out to me was there's like a there's a part where Scar like throws like a hyena. No, uh, he throws food to the hyenas. It's like yeah, a zebra it's like leg. A zebra leg. Yeah. Oh. And they're like eating it. It's like Whoopi Goldberg being like, this shit's tasty or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And I'm like, first of all, I don't like your accent. But secondly, I love the hyenas. I'm like, <laughs> I think they just had a bad like shake. You know, the one that only laughs. What a good time. I do like that. I one. think he's yes. definitely great. But watching them like eat that piece of meat, I was like, oh, yeah, there's death in this world. <laughs> it's like, yeah, everyone yeah. talks about Scar and everything, but you're right. Like from the moment Simba is introduced, like people, they're like, oh, we're going to die. He's, they, oh, here, hark, here comes a harbinger of death here in a cute little lion cub package mm -hmm. is going to eat the you know generations of my family. Oh, and let's uh, talk about how the animals, your choice to not get eaten is to work for them. <laughs> you can work for the lions. You could be Zazu, the little right. freaking cuck who's like, right. I, I love you. Please don't eat me. And then Scar will eat him for fun. And like, ah, right. I'm just kidding. Uh, please don't eat me, master. I'll give you whatever hole you want. <laughs> yeah, anything, please. <laughs> and like the lions, 90% of what they do is lay around. And then animals just like give themselves up. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, the, they're the upper crust of the fucking uh animal kingdom they're just you know it's i think you know the media the liberal media <laughs> wants you to think of lions as majestic and whatever but they're like the billionaires of the animal kingdom yeah. they're just really taking they're just taking advantage of the lower class animals it's just hard because they're also like hot and athletic so people are distracted by that they're like damn nala looks yeah. good look at her nala around looks her good. beautiful green eyes oh my god and then they eat your family, and you're like, ah, I forgot about that part. You were not, but then you tried to eat Timon and Pumba. <laughs> right. Nala, everyone, everyone, the go to was like, oh, Nala looks so good. But it's like, yeah, Simba's pretty handsome. This, yeah. You know, well, hey, don't, they fucked up don't cancel me. But uh, Simba's pretty handsome <laughs> as an adult. And then wow. Mustafa is um, like a barrel chest. I'm like, if you know. Mufasa is what a lion looks like. Mufasa, Mufasa is always. It's Loki and Thor. 
Scar oh. is like the weird little spindly one who's like, I'm scheming because I don't have the strength. And then but even like, Scar, men are built like Scar could like talk me into like letting him suck my toes or something. Yeah. You know what well, I mean? That's like, you know, he's into fun stuff. <laughs> yeah. They're all in, and uh, Simba's mom, even I always forget her name, but like Simba's mom, I'm just like, Fuck pin me down, man. take me, daddy. I don't care. You're yeah. all like sexy lions. And it's not just, it's not just the ones we always thought of. Look, we watching them. I'm just like, I don't. Oh, that pile of female lines! You're like, I'm into this. Yeah. The harem. It's a literal harem. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sitting and there. And I'm all like, the hunting. It's crazy. Lines are wild. Sorry. The all these fucking animators being like, no, I want the lions to be more fuckable. Is like yeah. a weird thing. Hey man, did I you get that line? Your that. ex-wife's eyes. <laughs> like, uh, no. He's like, no. There's joy in them. That doesn't sound like my ex-wife. How dare you? <laughs> look, this is what it should look like if she wasn't furious with me. Mm. <laughs> Pumba, Timon and Pumba are like a jam, though. I always forget. Oh, like I, I do them. love them. Them they're, and Rafiki are like they have transcended the Lion Society in such a good. Like Rafiki will fuck with them, but he's still doing his own thing. And, you know, he's got like a wisdom and a power, and I think they're just like the Lions have this deal with him. Like, hey, you come and you do. You're like our priest, right? We'll let you kind of do your own thing. You have your own little power structure. And as long as it doesn't <laughs> get in the way of our feeding thing. We won't eat you. Also, you're the only one with thumbs, so we kind of need you. Right. We're like, uh, we would eat you, but if you did that, we wouldn't have anyone to work the remote, so we don't <laughs> yeah. know what to do with you. Sorry. We don't know how to hold our babies up without right. you. <laughs> That's like 90% of your job is show up when a new one's born and goes, huh? I can lift. Look at the hold I have. Yeah, that's so wild. It's... <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of, and it is, I will say there, uh, it's so beautiful. I always forget how beautiful that movie is. And, uh, I, I don't know. I'm, I know we're supposed to be like, here are some good things about Simba here, but I fucking hate yeah. Simba in this movie so much all the time. I can't, I can't stop comparing him to like a rich kid. It's That's so what it hard is. to see that. And just being like, mm, and then running like, yeah, it's sad to think you killed your dad. Uh, but like how I don't know he's just like it's I just don't want your whole family to be dead that's it you right. know I'm sad that you had to kill your dad but I'm more sad that not every lion was down there getting trampled right, right. <laughs> the best yeah the best thing about Simba for sure are like his pals like that's the only thing yeah. I'm like that's yeah there's there must be something redeemable about you because these people seem to want to be a part of your life was it like Martin Short voiced him as an adult yeah, I can't. Like Everyone one of like, those like classic goofy guys to voice him, and it was so weird. No, 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 no. Martin Short did. No, I I did look this up. Fuck, maybe it was. God damn it! I'm sorry. I wrote this down, and I should know this. Um, it is. It is. I for half the movie, I was like, is that the same guy who voices Spider Man and Spider Man the Animated Series? It's not. It's not even close. It is a real person. You're correct, Matthew Broderick. That's who it is. It's another one. I always Martin get those... Short Pumbaa. I think it's uh I thought Billy Crystal is the is Timon. Isn't that right? Yes. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And it it's, was um, Short. I don't I just looked up a picture of Martin Short. I didn't know who that was. I'm just saying a name. <laughs> all these Broadway people also <laughs> I feel like we're so wrong and so much of the, so many yeah. people are gonna be no one asks us, but if anyone ever did, they'd be like, What the fuck are they does guys even research what they're doing? No, we did not. No, uh no one's adding us about content. They're always adding us about like, hey, you fucked up the formatting and hey, <laughs> I, can hear, I can hear like a like a stabbing outside. <laughs> right. They're like, hey, 
we hear your actual dick flopping around on here. Could you maybe <laughs> turn the dick mic down? I don't know if I can. I got to be honest. My artistic integrity won't allow it. No, um, that's the raw reality that you get with the two of us. <laughs> You're going to hear a little dick slapping. But yeah, there is just so little that is likable. I guess it's also young. The, young Simba's okay. I, like, I, the it's fact old that they Simba need it to be a patriarchy because they're lions. Because what's crazy is that Nala beats Simba's ass every time. They go mm -hmm. up against each other twice, and he gets decimated. And yet, because she's like ingrained this in her, she's like, we actually need you back, even though you're the weakest lion. Right. <laughs> You've king. done nothing. You've done nothing but run and be weak. But <laughs> yeah. I guess you're the king. So You have to do it, even though I could take you anytime. <laughs> and you know that, you fucker. You know what a real... A real they should reboot the Lion King again for the millionth time. They should have the same idea of like people think Simba's dead. Nala finds Simba, but instead of being like, you need to come back, she's just like, you know what? I'm just going to dress up in Simba cosplay, Simba drag, and I'm just going to go be a good leader because yeah. that's fine. I could just do that. I love that scene, too. He's like, OK, I don't want to go back. He's like, well, if you shave your head, you can hang out here and get high with Timon and Pumbaa for the rest of your life. And I'll go take care of all of the stuff you don't want to deal with. And he'd be like, oh, really? Oh, hell yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. Let's do it. Akuna Matata, bitch. Well, he's like, do you, do you want to like fool around a little bit? She's like, no, I do no, not want to fool no. around with you. <laughs> I'm an adult shit. lion. You're the same baby you've been right. when you ran away. <laughs> like, yeah. all right, man. Sorry, Pumbaa. You're up again. <laughs> you know, because he fucks Pumbaa. It's insane. It's just so. He's uh, the most likable thing about him as a child is that he's like a cute kid who's sometimes trying to learn but still annoys me all right like that's um, i'll take that that's simba that's how i choose to remember simba adult simba is i don't know he's like someone who went to cornell who like will not stop he's he's um he went to an ivy league school but he works the same admin job as you in a new york office and he thinks he's better than you yeah. even though you make more money do more work and are more liked by everyone around you. But he's like, yeah, but I did go to Cornell, though. You know, like, that's... <laughs> Instead that's of, like, taking his privilege and wielding it, he, like, uses it as an excuse for everything. You're like, even right. though I've done absolutely nothing, uh, my family has, so you suck. You're, right. You're a little... Hurt. You're like, why are you here? You should be running this company just off of being born where you were. <laughs> it's... <laughs> uh, Goddamn, I can't stand him. I mean, fuck, I'm, instead of me being like, I can't stand it. Let's talk about some of the things that. Uh, How about you... the power that lions have over the vegetation? I love that. That's a big part of it is like now that scars and charge and hyenas are around, everything's just dead. <laughs> it's like it's not like they were gardening or watering. <laughs> it's just like a wasteland suddenly. Yes, like that is a funny air yeah. presence. is just spiritually good for grass and stuff. I'm going to that's so funny. Yeah, you're absolutely correct. Where it's just like, oh, I guess Scar just let go of all the gardeners. Like, <laughs> what is his? Is that his big? That's why nobody likes him. What's going on here? Um, I think the, so much of this movie could have been so much of Simba's life and his family's life and everybody's life could have been changed if when the wildebeests are running, Simba just goes left or right. You ever notice that <laughs> he like runs straight and tries he runs to straight. them all? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. There's like um, I can't remember the movie. I think the movie there's another shitty movie. It's Prometheus. There's like a spaceship crashes down and it's like a U shape and it falls instead of falling left or right. It falls like 
forward. So it crushes one of the people. And a thing I always remember when I watch that scene is like, what idiot wouldn't go left or right if they know <laughs> if they go straight? And I'm like, oh, that idiot is Simba from The Lion King. Mm-hmm, they stole mm-hmm. that from a dumber mammal. That's where they got that from. <laughs> so crazy. Uh, he just panicked and ran away. Directly he runs away. away the line. You're like, what if I ran to where they're going to be? Is that going to be safe? Oh, no. It's so crazy. And then so <laughs> some of his biggest flaws, besides directionally being a moron, mm-hmm. are like, also, a lot of this could be nipped in the, you know, it's like, oh, I killed my dad. Oh, no, I killed my father. And it's like, look, if you believe that as a child and you run away, all right, we need to have a movie. So I'll allow that. But now you're an adult and you're coming back. Use your words, you fucking idiot. You know how easy it would be for me? people. Scar's like, well, one thing everyone needs to know is that Simba killed his father or whatever. That's not how Scar sounds, but I can't <laughs> no, do I voices. I think you nailed it. I just watched this. A ago. <laughs> Holy shit. I was like, did I accidentally start playing again? Oh, wow. <laughs> oh. It's all good. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Uh, for those who can't see, Albert just smashed a glass dildo uh, on the ground. <laughs> so he's running. He's uh, sorry. He's he's like scars. Like he killed him, and Simba's like, "It's true." Instead of just being like, "Well, I mean, I guess I got caught up in a jam, and then Dad died trying to save me." But like, I guess that's not really my fault. Like, I didn't kill well, him. Well, <laughs> what I think where it lies is like he thinks he did because he did that little growl. <laughs> Oh, so like he thinks he started it. He doesn't know about the hyenas who started it. So I never his, got like, that little shitty growl got because it scared that you know he did it and then it echoed once and then it started. So he's like, "Oh my god, I did it!" Do they verbalize that in the movie? I never I don't knew think that. so. That's just kind of how was, the scene goes, though. I always thought it was like he was in trouble and he thought he killed his dad because his dad had to save him. But really, like that's not how. Like if I, <laughs> like if someone died saving me in a from like a burning car i would feel bad but i wouldn't be like yeah i killed that guy like that <laughs> that logic doesn't make any sense to me yeah but if you like lit a joint and then later your car exploded and you're like wait did i light my car on fire and then that guy died <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> that, that might be more accurate sure i'll give you that <laughs> it's why I, yeah i i just never i was just like oh your toxic masculinity is not allowing you to voice your actual thoughts and feelings and concerns. So this is the problem. Like this is your big issues. Like you can't, you run away from your feelings like a child and a coward, which makes sense. Cause you ran away from a child, but this movie could be done in half the time. If you were just like, here's what happened. And then your mom would be like, Oh yeah, that's not your fault. Scar killed him. Like, <laughs> right. Even if he like when Nala shows up and he's just like, I can't tell you why. And she's like, why not? I will listen. I'm here and I'm smart. And I just beat your ass. So I'm also strong. Right. I just can't. I got to go talk to this guy. That's the only way I know. Rafiki oh had to show God. up out of nowhere and be like, hey, dumbass, you have a job to do. Dog. Right. That's what's also crazy. Nala comes and talks to him. He's like, hey, you're the king. Like, we need you back. This is a big deal. I'm a I'm an old friend. We're we're flirting already. So, you know, we're still we still got that spark. We still got a chemistry. We know you love me, whatever. And he's like, nah, fuck you, bitch. I'm going to go yeah. run around. And then and then a random monkey. He doesn't even remember, which is like crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you not remember the person? I still remember which priest baptized me. OK, yeah. and that's <laughs> like, how do you not 
no, the only whatever. opposable thumbs you've ever felt on your body. Right. You forgot. No one, literally, no one can touch, hold you the way that this man, this monkey, <laughs> has held you. But you're like, oh, which one are you again? So I think he is a little bit racist. And it's not like honest. any monkey can show up and just grab the baby lion and not get right. eaten. That's like one. Right. That's the family's monkey. <laughs> right. <laughs> Don't know Rafiki. <laughs> He's been part of the family. There's pictures with Rafiki in the background being like, like throwing up a peace yeah. sign and being, and Simba's like, yeah, you just, I'm sorry, buddy. I just, Simba's like a white woman who won't let a black person who lives in her same building in because she doesn't yeah, have facial recognition. You. You're like, I helped you. I was there when you signed right. the lease. What are you doing? Right. <laughs> That's exactly what Simba I let you is. in a month ago and you forgot your keys. Why? But Nala comes and she's like, hey, everybody's suffering. Everything's bad here. We yeah. would really need you back. And he runs away. And then what really gets him going? A vision from clouds. Yeah. That's what gets it. That, she's he's like, like, hey, your mom's suffering and I'll blow you. And he's like, nah, <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> I want to see what this, this happenstance of moisture and wind mm -hmm. has to say about it. It's like he he denies reality but he goes on like a bad trip and sees his dad and it's like yeah. well, i guess i better go home now i hate my, that so much it's uh it's because when rich people get in trouble the first thing they think of is oh no my dad's gonna be mad at me and that's what did it for him he's like oh dad's mad at me i gotta go back and be a man now right. i had a friend who uh is maybe not i have a, a very zesty friend <laughs> what does that mean <laughs> What does Zesty it's mean? It's like a person you're like, hey, if you hear this, I don't want to just shit on you all over this podcast. But one time you were on your phone and you're like, look, I can be on my phone and drive this car. And it was at a stoplight and he maybe inched forward a bit and clipped us a motorcycle with two people on it. Whoa. And they okay. went into a ditch and like okay. were pretty fucked up. And his first words were like, oh, my dad's going to kill me. And I was like, that's who you are. That's who you are. <laughs> that's what I, I understand. I, that's my fault. When you said Zesty friend. Yeah. You meant actual criminal, my yeah. guy. <laughs> it's only a crime if you get in trouble. You can't pay your way out. Yeah. It's only morally wrong if uh, the person you ran over survives. Oh so my it's god! Fine. It was like I'm a, sorry. that I might was, be too much. I was no, they're fine. They, I mean, they broken bones and were like clearly in pain in front of them, and it's crazy that that's the. I was like meeting them somewhere, so I got the story from all the other friends who were like. And you can't believe the first thing he said. <laughs> right. It was like, no. Oh, my God. Did I kill you? There's just like, a, oh, my dad. Oh, no. And that's what like Simba is. Simba is like, oh, no. Dad's mad. A hundred percent. Also, I like that during our podcast, we transitioned from burn your heroes into like solving unsolved crimes. <laughs> that's what just happened. That I'm makes me call really like, happy. Hey, I was the chick on the back of that bike who broke her arm. Do you know that driver? <laughs> right. He ran away. <laughs> like, also, what is, and uh, no pressure if you don't know, and like for no particular reason, what is the statute of limitations here? Because, like, <laughs> I don't want to die. I don't want to go to jail. So it's fine. God damn it. Um, yeah. So another, another crazy thing. So obviously, everyone talks about how Simba runs away. Um, at the beginning of the movie and whatever but no one ever brings up the fact that so he gets his little sky cloud vision and all this shit happens and then the first thing he does he just dips back home and doesn't tell any of his friends no. he doesn't tell Tabona Pumba. he doesn't tell nala literally she's just like yo have you seen simba <laughs> she's like i guess i'll just start immediately sprinting back i could have used the day of rest for sure <laughs> <laughs> and Simone and Boob are like, we'll follow thanks to the invite. <laughs> right. You know why they followed without even saying anything is because before he showed up, they actually had to like be scared every once in a while. Right. 
right? Yeah. And then until Nala showed up, that was the first, like, since they were hanging out for those however many years, there he was the only lion that aged, and they were both fine. But however long they hung <laughs> out, they were, like, in paradise. It was like, we eat bugs, and there's literally nothing to be afraid of in the jungle suddenly. Yeah. And is the scariest thing for Miles. Simba, like, that, for, Simba for them was, like, they had a tank, and then all of a sudden they just lost their tank, and they're like, yeah. fuck, we got to find that. I it's guess like when a cop... Follow. Yeah, it's like when a cop loses his gun and then it's just like, okay, well, I guess this is the rest of my day because like <laughs> it's going to be a big deal for me. I'm going to go find that because I never really learned how to talk to people. Right. <laughs> I just thought it was so crazy that she goes, you know, she's like this unbelievable circumstance. She runs into this person she thought was dead. They haven't seen each other in years and all this stuff. These people who raised him, who taught him to be carefree, who taught him how to live his life and not have all of his doubts and fears laid on his shoulder he just is literally like yeah get fucked i gotta go home real quick <laughs> just doesn't even oh, you're right he just like does not think about her at all and she... you can't like write a note or something you can't scratch something in a tree like an arrow pointing in the direction you ran you just go it's insane you think he ran farther away from his problems or went back and manned up well from what i've seen of him he probably ran away and there's a whole like six hour movie where they go deeper in the jungle like where the fuck did he go <laughs> They're like, I know there's like a bar here somewhere that does hookah. He's the big hookah guy. Like maybe he's wow, he really has there. let himself go. Right. Just lounging on ornate pillows and pounding hookah. Right. It's like, God, I know he's a big pills guy. Do you think Brad's here? Maybe he's crashing <laughs> oh, at Brad's no. place. I don't really know. Do you uh you know the my favorite deleted scene is when Pumbaa, Nala, <laughs> and Timon are all heading back towards, right? But they're following the path that Nala took there, and there's just fucking uh boar carcasses and shit everywhere. <laughs> Cause she had to eat, you know? Pumbaa's like Pumbaa's like, that's my second cousin. <laughs> oh, that guy was a dick. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you got a good Pumbaa voice. Oh my God. Just like fucking like a whole family of meerkats just a little <laughs> and she's like what do you think i was gonna do to you guys huh if, if simba wasn't literally 10 feet away from you this would be you isn't that cool that's how our relationship started and they were just like immediately okay all the animals have to be like oh a lion's gonna be nice to me now i have to accept that that might be the single funniest thing you've ever said in your entire life that is amazing the idea that they go back she's like hey uh we should we should probably go around this next part <laughs> no no we gotta we don't have time we gotta catch up to simba we should cut through this thing it's like ah okay god damn okay uh, yeah wow that is so funny <laughs> Just the, she, they're like, you already ate this much. Why were you attacking me? She's like, I wasn't even hungry. I was just doing it for the thrill. Yeah, yeah you got to stay sharp. <laughs> got to put in your reps. Oh God! Shout out to Nala. Uh, Nala, if you're listening, you know you're a real one. I don't know what you're doing with your life now, but you know, if your body's right and the timing works out for us, like you know, let's get let's get a coffee. Let's go to Starbucks. What are you trying to do, Doug? I appreciate that because you also know that that movie came out like decades ago. So she is. Uh, she's ripe. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Hold on. <laughs> I said right. I need you to know. I didn't say right. I don't like right as a term. <laughs> she's a moldy old fruit. Go get her. <laughs> what we're not going to do here is take hypersexualized lions and then, you know, just 
make derogatory phrases like are they ripe or not okay like <laughs> listen you're too old for me you're not a sexy line anymore you've lost the luster Nala's trying to get like her she's trying to get other work <laughs> she's like um i don't know i played a lion. i played myself in this movie lion king i don't know if you heard of it and they're like <gasps> sorry nala uh i loved it as a kid but uh we're, you're just not a good fit for this film yeah would you be open to playing the grandmother lion <laughs> she's like i'm 30. <laughs> So I'm yeah. calling my agent. Yeah, that's Hollywood 10,000. That's dead. hilarious. Um, yeah, and then uh, so yeah, Simba goes back and whatever. I guess he gets his little kingdom back. We don't even know if he's like it. I've never seen the sequel to Lion King, so I don't really know yeah. what happens. With it it kind of made I, me sad when I was watching this that they remade it because I felt like a lot of the voice acting was good. Like, I don't know, it was just a good movie. It feels weird to be like, why? Why are they making another animated version of the lion? I'm, I'm Lion King. I don't understand. Yeah, no, I, I get understand. it. You, I get why you're upset. Like more black actors and more work for black people is upsetting for you. I totally understand where you're coming from. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> oh, we'll put them all in when we don't have to see them. That's progress. <laughs> <laughs> Only voice roles. <laughs> like, oh, great. Beyonce got another gig. Perfect. <laughs> I think she has enough work. I think she's doing OK. <laughs> Oh, she's gonna starve without being in Lion King eight or whatever. I mean, God, I would, I would kill you in front of my family to hang out with her for like a day, for like ten minutes to hang out with, just to be like, hey, what's up? She's like, you know, if you do this with your pants, you'll look cooler. I'm like, thanks. That's why I think I hang out with her. She gives me, she's like, hey, you look like shit. I'm like, cool, cool, cool. I don't really know what to say in this situation. I think if you hung out Beyonce, she'd be like, Albert, lay down on this puddle for me so I can walk over you. <laughs> and she'd, then you would do it. No, and she'd I, be I like, wouldn't be able to do it because I'd have to tell her that it would make me come. <laughs> That's my one thing. You're like, ah, I, I want to, but the semen, you know, it's yeah. always an issue with me. Yeah. I, um, Lion King stuff that, do you have anything? That you thought of that we haven't uh touched on not you... lion king specific but have you ever seen a lion in real life or lying skin um yeah one time i was at a uh panera bread and there was a lion waiting in line no i've never seen a lion and <laughs> what is that question what do you mean you mean like at a okay. zoo sure well, okay doesn't this movie that like doesn't lion king make you more okay with those dentists to go and kill lions because they have nothing going on no not at all that's yeah, crazy. They're like they're tearing down a literal pa patriarchy <laughs> you can't <laughs> they're woke you can't they're prescribe like disney lion fiefdom whatever kingdom onto real lions like lions in real life are not also like that they're they're like apex the, predators the but females do like... all the hunting no yeah but that's Come like on. they're also like the uh what am i saying they're like uh valued they're not like in this movie they were kind of like throwaway it was like yeah yeah they were like his mom and then a harem prop. of whatever but like i in real life it's like yeah they do all the hunting but that's because they're like good at it like they're fucking badass and they, i don't like, understand what male lions do that i don't know they just like procreate and make the species continue they're the so ones it, that distract the dentist so the others could get away you're shitting on lion culture but i gotta be honest with you if if we're being real we should live how lions live where it's like 
what a man, men have nothing to add to this world. Just let us use our dumb dicks to keep the species going. Yes, and, and then home you and do nap? right, oh, yes. and let let these smarter, stronger, faster women do all the shit. That's totally fine <laughs> with me. I don't care. What that I is. think lion culture in real life is exactly like it is in The Lion King. Yeah, <laughs> it seems to me it's the same. It's pretty much. Um, okay, the reason I brought that up is there's a golf course by where I grew up. And they had a restaurant called the Safari Bar. And what we learned was the guy who owned the golf course, I don't know, he was just like some evil rich white guy. And he his goal was to get a killed version of every single animal in his restaurant. Just like every. I'm talking polar bear, lion rug. It was something we saw because it was like animals I'd never seen. And we like went when I was a kid and it was neat. And then as I got older, was like, this might be the most fucked up room in the country, <laughs> not even just in a round. Is it just like, do they just not have the Internet? Like, why was why is that a thing? I would like I, you know, the amount of things I would think about before I got to. I want a carcass of every kind of animal. <laughs> you know how many cousins to deer there are in like the African continent? He does. Right. He has one of all of them in his restaurant. And I'm dude, and stuff like the main centerpiece was a full on elephant head. And you know, oh yuck, first of all. Yeah. Like I don't want to eat around an elephant head. That's crazy. Well, that's the other bad part. The food was shit. Right. <laughs> you slaughter like, all these animals, you can't even cook a burger. He's like, this is less of a restaurant, more of a trophy room that you can eat at. It hundred uh, percent is. I and like I'm talking I'm saying hundreds. But what the what's what I hate about that is like the natural progression of that is like well, there's only one animal left. Yeah, man. You want to see my real trophy room? <laughs> when right. I come back home and it's just like runaway teens. Like, come right. On. <laughs> exactly. Like you've never you've never felt something until you have hunt. You're like, oh, come on, give the teen a gun, then we'll see, buddy. And those guys always think they're so cool, but I'm like, you're also the yeah. you guys. Oh, you're the kind of guys who are so removed from reality that like you you know you're trying to look up porn or something and you accidentally type big, beautiful boobs as like a Facebook status. Like they're just dumb people. Like <laughs> yeah. They're, not, they're, they're like, on Twitter Ooh. just being like titties. Right. Titties. Why aren't there titties? And like, right. you are screaming at the world right now. <laughs> right. They're like, I've done so I've climbed the highest mountains. I've killed the most deadly game. Uh, also unshaven teen <laughs> mom. Oh <my> God. <laughs> Whoa. You got specific. Um, I love that they look like dorks. Like he had a picture of him fresh beside the kill of the elephant, right? Right beside the elephant thing. And he was just like a fucking nerd. <laughs> a yeah. nerd who like jumped a lion, uh, a fucking elephant with a gun. I It also bothers me that there's like any, they like convinced themselves that they did something. Like yeah. you didn't hunt a lion. You went and met a guy in Africa who took you out and showed you a lion you could shoot with a gun. I mean, an elephant you could shoot with a gun. You didn't do right. something here. You're like, oh, no, I did it because I could afford the flight. So <laughs> I'm a hunter. Right. Like, you didn't hunt an elephant. <laughs> they also don't sprint away from people like deer do. Like, it's just, it's all fucking insane. Um, and I, I just, that was like one of those things I grew up with that it was like maybe the most insane amount of violence that I just didn't register until I left. Sure. You know, you look back and you're like, wait, what the fuck was that restaurant? <laughs> <laughs> We'd go there a bunch. <laughs> and coincidentally, they did also play the Lion King at the restaurant every yeah. day. Honolulu. He hung out at a table. See that one? Got one of those over there. <laughs> There's a little Pumbaa right over there. There's did a you, polar uh... bear. There's a fucking polar bear, man. They're ex- 
they're endangered. It's, I don't like it. I'm yeah, not here. I'm not here really for sad. that. It's really sad. It makes me. It depresses me a bunch. And so I need to share that with you. I'm sorry. Yeah. You're asking me a question. <laughs> Honestly, I don't think I was. <laughs> I will now. Do you have a scale this week? Do you have I have a two scales. Um, let's see. Okay, so, so... Again, we always have. I'm always going to be the person who resets the table. So what we're doing right now, for anyone who doesn't know, we like to rate on a scale of shittiness how shitty we think Simba is, and we have examples of what the numbers mean. Scale of one to ten, one being not so shitty, ten not being so shitty. very shitty. We're what also on like a three episode streak of having the scale right. Yeah, one to ten, which is pretty cool. <laughs> we'll, we'll um, see if we can fuck that up. Well, okay. So the first one is actually tied into the Safari Bar. That's the name of that place I was just ta- telling you about. Okay. Um, it's the most. It's like the most disrespectful meat you can eat. So, <laughs> sure. One being like an animal you have raised and have made sure had gotten like got to eat well, got lots of room, got to live a full life before you slaughtered it and ate it. And you know that's like that's a decent piece of meat to eat. And two is, it, is that is sad to me. I don't like that. I don't know. So I'm trying to find like this middle ground there. I, a friend of mine was showing me like she has a friend uh, who does farming and is trying to find like she's working on ethical ways to eat meat that you raise. Okay. You know because it's like if you're gonna eat meat, maybe you should have a hand in how it's or, like at least be aware of where it's coming from. Um, and the uh, evil side of that scale is eating a mediocre burger in a room full of a billion animal carcasses. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you know, so like I, I ate this one animal I took care of and like let live a life versus, hey, this burger is gross and there's a billion like you you kill animals and then we just throw them away. <laughs> I don't understand. The other scale is. Um, the uh the job you have for the lions oh okay i like this okay so one is you they revere you you're rafiki one is like Mm -hmm. the best right hell yeah Mm -hmm. you come in there's no real threat of you being eaten you have like what's considered to them alien technology which is being able to read the stars and use a pencil um, and then ten is Zazu, who is just a bird that is like always. His life is just always threatened. Like even they both do it right. Like uh, Scar would just put him in his like ate him right. for funsies, and then uh, fucking Mufasa would have Simba practice hunting on him. Right? You're you're someone who gives your entire life to the lions, but you're uh, <laughs> you're fucking um, constantly being threatened anyway. Like they just let you know that you're like a snack to them at all times. And if you were a big enough bird, that would actually be a meal. They would have just killed you already. That's pretty good. Okay. Let's use that. Let's use that skill. What do you, okay. so where do you, where does he, where um, does he lay that, on uh, I, I will tell you though, that the other, I just have to say the other one where he laid in the other one was uh chicken wings. <laughs> chicken wings are like a fucked up food because it's six birds to eat a dozen wings. And that's insane. Um, but back to the scale, the groundhogs, that's where uh, Simba, is. Mm. the groundhogs is like they also not big enough to be a real meal. So I don't think the lions really go for them. But the lions also let them know, like, listen, fucker, you work for us. You're our intelligence agency. You go and gather information. You bring it back to Zazu. And then we talk to him because you're not, you know, gotcha. his only job is to be the one to talk to groundhogs, I guess. So what is that? Like a four, five? Um, Listen. You're like, don't make me prescribe a number to this bullshit, even though it's a scale where we pick the numbers for the thing. It's always going to be four and five. It's just always going to be that. Because Simba was born, like, 
the whole structure is fucked. Yeah. And Simba was born into that. And I think like him running away because he thinks he kills his dad and then coming back and taking on the role because the people needed him to isn't not is not the most evil thing. I think it's fucked that the lines are so stupid. They think they need him to like be OK. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nala has proven that she's got like she can flex on him. But even she's like, my we need you. You know, we all signed up to this monarchy system and this is the only way it can work. Uh, the lines in themselves are like a fucking eight, nine even. But Simba is a six. Simba's gotcha. not that bad. He's just mediocre. Simba's a six. Six is pretty high for a not that bad guy. Six to me is like the same as four. I don't know. That was four, <laughs> five, six is not is nothing. It's just great. This is, your numbers are fascinating. <laughs> there are only, there's time. only three real numbers. Is like really good, gray, and bad. And almost everyone's gonna be gray. Yeah, there's a lot. Well, I again, I will point to Albert Einstein for you. Who was yeah, a big, yeah, yeah. he was a big, immediate eight for you. So that's Sim- why when you're like, you're like Simba's a six. I'm like, how is this? If Simba came back and was like, hey guys, I learned uh, Timon and Pumbaa taught me the ways of making a new weapon, and then he just went and leveled two hyena cities immediately. I'd be like, all right, you hang out at eight. <laughs> okay, fair enough. That's fine. What about um, you, what do you got? I never even. I'm. I always don't have a scale but yeah. I, I got a scale for you bringing your riff bot in okay well you always bring two scales so i feel like i don't need a skill you know what i mean <laughs> wow but uh yeah okay on a scale of one to ten how bad is simba um a one being not that bad and not that bad is to me that feeling of like in the lion king kingdom um here's what it is one being like not great but not that bad is uh you uh have to hang out with timon and uh you have no timon is no that's too high you get gonna, to hang out with timon i was gonna say you get to hang out with him but he's constipated you have to take shit out of his ass that was gonna be a one oh. but that sounds pretty bad actually that sounds like wait a- you ha- that feels like pumbaa's constipated and timon is the one oh, because sorry. of their friendship has to yeah. get in there and loosen yeah. him up <laughs> yes that that's that's a one where it's like you have to do a thing that isn't pleasant for a friend but it will make them feel better and it will endear them to oh you. yeah you're gonna hear a sound that's gonna that comes out of his mouth it's gonna change your relationship forever right. oh yeah it's gonna be <laughs> he's like listen buddy you can either get your hands in there or i'm gonna sit on your head <laughs> right so that's a one and you're doing it and you're doing it to it's it saves his life somehow that's a one okay it's unpleasant but it saves his life um so you're like okay that's fine or 10 being the worst is you are you go to college with simba and uh he constantly makes you watch the cross highlights on his cell phone that's a 10 <laughs> so, that sounds like hell to uh, me look so. at these cross boys go yeah <laughs> come on whip it whip it that's the wicket i don't know they're like, <laughs> they're like he's like i don't know it should just be a bigger deal in america i don't know why it's not a bigger sport in america i just don't understand like, <laughs> we're athletes too all right um what and on I, that's uh, on that scale i think he's a uh i think he's a f- I think he's a three. Oh, I just think he's. <laughs> you think he's a three because you know you want to say four or five or six, and you got. Well, no, because like, what is he? He didn't. He doesn't do anything wrong. He's just annoying to me. It's but so he, and funny. He, but he is. He is a. He's a lion billionaire essentially. Yeah. So I don't like that. He's like but, a lion trust fund kid. He's like, right. wow, you are mediocre because of the, the way you were raised. Exactly. So a lot of the things that are bad about him are not his fault, like you said. So and, funny how uh, mean, how angry you were at him through this whole podcast. I think you gave him like a way gentler score. <laughs> well, the the thing is, is like, 
I'm being, I'm being, maybe I should be more comedic about my actual thought, but it's just like, he's not doing anything wrong. We, we talk about people who've done actual wrong things. Yeah. And it's like, you know, he's, he's ghosts, his pals and he's annoying to hang out with, but like outside of that, he's fine. You know? When he goes back and he saves the lines and he's like, I did this. I really did this. And now it's <laughs> just like, all right. Yeah, I guess you did. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody told you that you needed to come back or convince you. Not a big deal. Hey, go ahead, buddy. It's all you. I killed like a thousand boars trying to find you, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's your day. I don't want to make a big deal out of it. Ugh. By the way, one of my best friends in college married a lacrosse dude and he he was like a huge turd i didn't know he was a lacrosse dude he was like a nerdy turd and then at their wedding it was just like four lacrosse bros going up and giving speeches about lacrosse and it was fucking the most insane like you i don't know i've just never heard like incredibly trivial things painted as like life experience right <laughs> like uh tyler you're like an own goal because like it's bad but it's like a life lesson for you and you're like Damn. i don't know what you mean i'm here for the open bar and i know this marriage is gonna last <laughs> longer than two years so what's the point i was her pothead friend and one time i ran into him at chipotle and he just without saying anything left oh my god oh my god <laughs> It's not even a car alarm. It's literally the universe being like, do not do this podcast longer. <laughs> Just hit an hour. We're perfect. That's so crazy. <laughs> oh, man. That was a good story I was getting into, too. Anyways, nope, that never happened. <laughs> yep, we're done. Um, Albert, where can people find you if they want to find you? I feel like people are going to spell my name E-L-B-E-R-T because you always say it like that. Oh, sorry. I need to get this off my chest, bro. You don't know how Go to ahead. say my name. No, it's fine. It's just, how do you say your name? It's just Albert. What do I say? Albert. No, I just have a... I just, people say I don't have an accent, but I have a Midwestern I think accent. you do. I've heard other people do it, and they're all from... Yeah. You say Albert? Albert. And you think I say Albert? Say Alan. Say the name Alan. Alan. Okay. But instead of Lynn, Al say Bert. I say Al Albert. No, now you say Albert. <laughs> I do not care. I'm not like, <laughs> I do not no, care. You I care. thought it's funny. <laughs> How dare you say it you don't care? It sticks out to me. It sticks you, out to me. I thought it was funny. You literally just but... brought it up as we were close. We could have stopped the recording no. for the podcast. No, this is <laughs> how it ends. It ends You're like, I don't, I don't care or anything, but uh, before it's, I do my plugs, I want to make sure. That, it's so. so funny that until Alan came out, you were like, I don't hear it. <laughs> I really don't hear it. I, I, I guarantee I will continue saying <laughs> no. it wrong, and I'm sorry. No, I don't. It's because I don't respect people. Yeah. I'm people. Yeah. Thank you for calling me people. That's the nicest <laughs> thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> um, I get nameless, a lot. Anyways, nameless co-host. What are your plugs? What are your, um, well, you? you can find me in your tubes, fixing your AC, hopefully soon. If you have an HVAC company, your boy is licensed. He's got his torch license, fire guard. I'm ready to work four hours a day, three days a week. Let's do this. Um, I have a, <laughs> I have this podcast that you can find uh, on all the podcast places. And uh, if you live anywhere near the Bushwick Ridgewood area, come on by to Phil's Bar uh, every Saturday for Riffbot sixty nine. Benethy, where can people find you? Uh, I do want to say before that I, I do this, it's it's Ben. It's just Ben. <laughs> the <So>. arrogance of <laughs> throwing that up and then always saying a weird name for you. <laughs> Yeah, I prefer Ben. Uh, not a big deal. Uh, uh, Bienemann Square, where can people find you? <laughs> uh, 
Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Shaq Katzner on Twitter, and uh, I'm active. I try to be a little bit active on there. Talk Dude, to you, people. I never look at Twitter, and today I poked around at you, and you fucking crush on Twitter. Damn, big guy. Oh, I appreciate that. Arf, arf, Thank arf. you. I pulled wow. out two things I thought were funny, and they got two combined. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's all crapshoot. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Honestly, I don't. I shouldn't even bring it up. Don't fuck Twitter. Here's what I need no, you to do. Go to his Twitter. He's fun on Twitter and does well. Make him famous. I have a uh, graphic novel coming out, and I need. It's available cool. for pre-order. I just found out, and uh, you can. It's called Hello. My name is Poop, and you can pre-order it on Amazon. I guess if you're that kind of person or whatever. But also, you can like look it up on uh, Simon and Schuster. I think is uh, like a. I don't know, like a publication place where you you can you can figure like if you don't want to buy from Amazon, you can find it at some other places. So you um, can go there and figure it out um, or just ask me directly and I will tell you a better way. I have links if people want them. What would you say is like the earliest age for that that would work as like a gift? Um, so ideally, the book is for um, probably like seven to 12 okay. year like definitely those kids like and it's it's geared towards kids who maybe aren't super into reading aren't sure but like hopefully this will dumb help. kids yeah dumb kids no, are like, words are hard dumb kids Pictures are great poop is awesome <laughs> <laughs> just kids who are like why would i waste my time with this and be like well because you know there's a scene in here where the main character wields a poop gauntlet and fires poop at a wall that's fun um i'm gonna get so, my niece one and myself one it, it's absolutely i really i genuinely think it is good like it's funny enough and it is looks beautiful enough that like yeah you could get it and enjoy it like i think it looks very pretty it, more than my words i think it is so good looking and i want people to see it so that's great hello my name is poop you can get it on amazon just google it and just could be like where can i buy this and it'll show you you'll be fine Fuck yeah. Congratulations on that. That's been our pod this week. Um, remember, if you guys want to hit us up and call me your favorite slurs, uh, you can always <laughs> hit us up at uh, burnyourheroespod at gmail.com. I love hearing from you. Tell me about your life. Just write me a letter. I don't care. I'll read it. I have nothing in my life, please. Um, and we'll be back next week. Thank you and goodbye. Bye.